0: Did you say you won't say Phenomenal, or you will say Phenomenal?
1: I, I reached my limit, so feel free. I could
0: say. It was Phenomenal.
1: It's time for Loud
0: Pipes, the podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures.
2: Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield, Rico Hogan, and John Miracle.
1: loud pipes episode 160 we have a special guest tonight we're going to be talking about a unique motorcycle service for renting bikes all over the country and of course renting yours we need to talk a little bit about the isle of man tt and we are the mpc champs for 2019 johnny john spider silk the riding fool as we call him how are you man I am
3: well tonight. The MPC is over. As you said, you guys are the champions. And, uh, you know, it was a good challenge this year. And Rich had no idea until last night that he won.
1: I was preparing for the runoff, man. The tiebreaker. A fourth week. Extra riding. I'm looking for my letters. I'm getting things lined up. And then John's like, or when I got back from doing my errands, I'm like, John, are you still online? He's like, yeah. And I jumped in. He's like, you guys won. What? It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> so it's cool. You got a beverage, Johnny John?
3: Uh yeah, I'm drinking and yingling tonight. Oh, sweet. In, 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 the in a koozie, you know, so you
1: know. Nice. We're all good. And we'll let everyone know we are doing a live stream now on YouTube. So if you want to see our if you want to see our mugs and hear the voices, you can do that on the yeah. YouTube channel.
3: And what are you uh drinking tonight then, my friend?
1: Well, for our Our folks up north have Lion and Cuggles, Summer Shandy. Mm. This is a beauty.
3: All right. So shall we bring on our special guest that we got for tonight?
1: We will. And Mr. Hogan will be here in a little bit. He has to run a couple of errands, family emergency, pick up the kids. You know how it goes.
3: No, I don't. I don't have any.
1: (laughs) You do the same with your dogs. Cut it out.
3: Well, the dogs go to the vets and... They're not open right now unless somebody had an emergency. And then that'd be a ways.
1: All right. Let's bring in our special guest for this evening, Mr. Austin Rothbard from the Twisted Road. How are you, Austin?
0: Hey, I'm good. Thanks. How are you guys doing?
1: We're hanging in there. And we (laughs) should take a step back to Brother Hogan and just find out if he has a beverage. I do. And?
2: (laughs) And? Well, okay. The first one was a whiskey sour. (laughs) Oh, dear. And this... Oh yeah! So this other one here is a, a is a um, is a nice drink that I've made with uh, Crown Royal apple, a shot of vodka, mm. and uh, cranapple juice, and a little bit of splash of grenadine. What a sp- sprite! I
4: think I put in here.
2: A mixologist. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And uh, my buddy Rob's sitting here with me, and oh, uh,
4: called a fuzzy navel. <laughs>
0: <Nice. laughs>
1: Nice. I forgot <laughs> to ask, Austin. Sorry, are you drinking? Did you have a beverage?
0: No, I didn't even have a glass of water here. I'm sorry. I'm completely unprepared.
1: That's all right. <laughs> Party file. Rico's had Party more than file. enough. You can take one <laughs>
0: you of his. I'll take one of his. I think <laughs>
1: <naval>. <laughs> Well, we want to hear all about Twisted Road, but before we get Great. down that path, we need to get a little background. Sure. So let, tell us a little bit about what you ride now or things you might have ridden in the past.
0: Oh, well my riding career has been pretty short. I've only been riding for 4 years. Okay. And the bike I ride now is the is my first bike and I ride a uh, 2010 Moto Guzzi uh, V7 Classic. And uh, I'm I'm uh I'm married. I'm I've got a couple of kids and I'm starting this business and there's no way my wife would ever let me get a second bike. I mean, I'm lucky enough to have the first one. (laughs) So, uh, when people ask me, you know, I've got, I own one bike, but I've got 1400 in my garage and that's how I look at it.
1: There you go. There you go. Very nice. Very nice. Well, um, one of our uh, supporters, Micah has a V seven classic. So we've seen that one a few times.
0: They're great bikes. They're great little bikes. I actually took it a few years ago when I was in the process of figuring out what I was doing with my life. I took it on my first overnight trip, and I went from Chicago down south all the way through like Nashville and Alabama. I stopped at the Barber, and then I went east uh, to Atlanta and north up the Blue Ridge Parkway to D.C. for the 4th of July, and then I went west back home. So my first overnight trip was a 3,000-mile solo ride over two weeks <laughs> on <Whoa, laughs> the that, that, V7 Classic, yeah. That's cool. That is cool, right?
1: Are you a yeah. long-lost descendant of John's? I mean, that's how he rides. <laughs> I, don't I
0: don't know. It's like the greatest feeling, just being in solitude's solitude. It's great. Uh, I know. Do you have Do you have any feeling in your butt at all? No, that was two years ago, and I still haven't gotten anything back. <laughs> now what i do is i try to do a long ride every a long solo ride every year and so last year i did um well i had to fly to i had to go to vegas for a trade show but instead of flying to vegas i flew to denver i picked up a triumph uh, tiger and i rode from denver to vegas in like three days and then after the trade show i rode back and I took about a week. I went through Monument Valley and the uh, and the uh, the Mo- Mokey Dugway and Four Corners and all that, and then wound up through went through the Million Dollar Highway, oh, nice. which is cool, nice. And so now I'm planning my next my next kind of long solo ride. I'm planning it now.
1: That's on your bucket list, right, Rico? Million Dollar. It highway? is
2: the Million Dollar Highway. Yes, yeah, sir. It is. Nice. So when you
1: doing that? When am I doing it? Yeah. I don't know. When do you want to go?
0: Yeah, I'm ready now.
1: August. August sounds good. September? I don't know how
0: Don't go too late. I went in the middle of October and we were we you know I had to I had to navigate around a little bit of snow. And uh when I got really high in the in the mountains there was snow and it was like Mm. What the hell am I doing up here? <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm on. I'm gonna die. You White know, knuckling it in the snow like, I don't know how 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 high the mountains were on a solo ride in October on a on a unfamiliar bike.
1: What did you didn't go on that road, did you, John? When you went west?
3: No, uh, no, I didn't. I wanted to kind of go that way. But you were in the uh, but, area, right? Yeah. So last October, Austin, I went to California and back.
0: Oh, great. That's from, a great ride.
3: From well, it was a great ride, but it was all interstate. I mean, it's I was on time limit. So um and coming back, I was coming through um Arizona on 40, and one of our listeners called me up and said, Where are you at? And I'm like, coming across. And he and I was near on the um western side of Arizona. I so said, I'm trying to get to I don't remember. Kingman. He goes, they're calling for snow tonight in Flagstaff. So you might want to change your plans. Jeez. So I tailed it over the mountain down to Williams, Arizona, and I didn't have any snow there, but it was cold, rainy. And then I rode through snow showers. And when I got, got to Gallup, New Mexico, I ran through sleep for about a few miles.
0: Kind of scary. Yeah. yeah it's kind of scary.
3: It was interesting. It was cold. So
0: but it cold. was good. Nice. Cold. So I, I spent about 20 years in corporate America. And um, the last 10 years, or, yeah, it was, it was horrible. And I look, I learned a lot. I got some great experience. I was really miserable. So the last 10 years before I started this, I was fortunate enough to run uh, four different companies over 10 years. Hmm. Um, one, one company was a boat company. I lived in California. I ran a yacht a yacht business. Uh, and then I ran a, a pool table company. I know you guys have heard of Brunswick Billiards. I was the president of that company for four years. Nice. And then, I, then I was the president of a high-end uh, furniture company. And then after that, I was um, the president of a company called World Kitchen, which is the parent company to Pyrex. You know, Pyrex mm-hmm. and Corral, and all, there's like six or eight brands of things that people have in their kitchen that are not plugged in. And I was the president of that business. And I've run companies be, with with annual sales between 20 and 500 million, but I've never run anything with zero till I started this. So um, I'd say the first 10 months were really petrifying. I basically left left a, a a good job with good pay and security. I've got a wife and two kids, and decided to put it all out there and start operating without a net. And for 10 months, I real I didn't have any income because we hadn't. We didn't launch the site yet, so there were no sales. Right. And, uh, <laughs> when we finally went live, I got the first two rentals happened within 48 hours, and I was so excited. I'm like a 260 bucks. You know, this is great. And then the next week, I'm like, I just need to be 260, and it was like, you know, 140. And so the, at the very beginning, these rentals just would come in um, every few days. Maybe I'd get one, or we'd have zero. We'd have a week with zero. It's like the scariest thing ever. You have a week of zero. Yeah, first thing, yeah. You know, back then there were a few days with no rentals in a row. And I'd start thinking there was a problem with the site. And the reality is there's no problem with the site. It's just that, you know, people yeah. don't want to rank. Mm. You, you hadn't built up the awareness.
2: Yeah. It's about driving people to your site to be able to, to generate that money.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And, and the more people that use us, I mean, they're all start talking about us. They tell friends it's been good. You know, we're not at a point I self-funded it for two years. I took on some investors recently. We're not at a point where we are, um, where we are, are making money, but we're close. And, uh, it's, it's, it's exciting.
1: You're going to have to give us the background. So I may have sort of undersold the, the features, but from what i understand with twisted road we can rent motorcycles from other people and you can rent your own so
0: right right yeah the basic premise is that we're doing for motorcycles what airbnb did for houses so if you think about it, you got a house you know and mm-hmm. you can rent it out so people can stay there our, our company, we have 1,400 motorcycles all over the country, and wherever you are, you need a bike, we've got a bike there for you to rent. But the difference between our company and every other rental business is that we don't own the, the all the bikes are owned by other uh, fellow riders.
1: So, oh, got it. So, got it.
0: Yeah, so that's how it works. Yeah.
1: Fair enough. Cool. So if you had, like me, if you have a sport bike for the track and your VFR and a Harley, well, I sold that one, but. I could have rented that one out, made some money. Could
0: have rented it out. Yeah. So here, <laughs> the thing is that you know most people don't put a lot of miles on their bike. They put about like you know people put twelve thousand miles a year on their car, but they only put about a thousand a year on their bike. And yeah. bikes are just sitting in the in the garage. And meanwhile, I have a lot of people traveling that are like that always say the same things, which is, "I wish I I wish I had my bike." You know, you're on a plane, you're somewhere, you're and you know, man, I wish I had my bike. And so yeah. we just make it easy and we connect them, and uh, it's been really, it's been great.
1: So how long does does the process take? So we'll start from the renter's perspective.
0: Yeah. So let's say I'm so, away
1: for the weekend. I want to grab yeah. a bike. What does that take?
0: Um. So what you would do is you'd go onto our website. You'd search for motorcycles in 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 the area where you're going to go, and then you would hit click a button that says book it, uh, or book now or something, and then we're going to ask you a handful of questions on uh, on. On you. So we want to know a little bit about your riding experience, what you've ridden for how long Mm -hmm. we get a copy of your driver's license. You enter the number and a copy of your insurance card. And when that's all done, um, we go to the DMV. We check to make sure you have a, a valid endorsement. And, um, and then the rental goes through. The owner gets a copy of your riding experience, okay. and uh, takes a look at it and can say, you know, I, I feel comfortable or I don't feel comfortable with this person on my bike. So let's say you've got a Goldwing and the, and the person has six months of experience on a Sportster, you, you'll just decline it, you know.
1: <laughs> it's like no, right? Yeah, it's, uh-uh. no. So uh-uh. sorry. Are,
0: are we, we, we get people that want to rent. Like we got Panigales on the on the site, and people want to rent them but don't have the experience. Mm. We, we we do a good job at cautioning the owner, ultimately the owner gets to decide who he wants on his bike, but we'll, we'll say, Hey, take a look at this guy's experience before you make that decision.
1: All right. I'm taking a quick look now. So I logged in with my account. I do have an account. I haven't rented one yet, but I do have an account. So let's do Gettysburg, Pennsylvania for our meetup weekend. 1389 okay well that's
0: that's deceptive so what you (laughs) want to do is you want to go to the left side of this of the screen and where it says distance click uh bikes within 50 miles all right you see where it says distance click 50 miles and then click apply
1: i'm going to share this on the video because we're trying to be fancy all right distance 50 miles or less
0: so what do we have here? Let's see. It's Perfect. a handful. Six six bikes. bikes. Okay. So then you can see which each bike is. Each one, this first one has a review on it already. Three reviews on this street triple. The price is a hundred bucks, 110, and it's 19 miles away. You could see it's 19 miles away. Um, and if you scroll down just a little on the left, you'll see what the reviews are. These are actually, these are great bikes. Oh, nice. I mean. The thing we have, the thing I love about the community we're building is people are so passionate. So the, the reviews we get are really rich. You know, they're full with a lot of good information on the bike, on the owner, everything. It's great.
1: 8,000 miles, a baby.
0: Yeah, 2011. Just so like you
1: said, people don't put a ton of miles on them. So. They don't
0: ride their, yeah, people don't ride their bikes as much as, as you would like.
1: That would be fun. Now, Rico, you could fly to Gettysburg and you could ride this bad boy. I mean, I may have set this up earlier but i'm just saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i'm gonna ride my baby because
2: that's how i do it
0: all right all right so um the other thing you could do is if it, on this on this uh view when you, i saw you just went back to the okay go to the button that says map it's like right next to the list button you click that map button right now you can see where all the bikes are all oh, over look the at that. yep and then if you double click any area and kind of zoom in, you'll, you can, you can get as close as you want. And, and every bike that you click on, you'll see kind of what it is. So if you're, you know, if you're like, Oh, what is this bike over here? Just, just click on it and, and, and it'll, a little thumbnail picture will come up. And so you can see how, uh, how um, where our penetration is. We, we do a pretty good job blanketing some areas and not as good in, in others.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was a little thin in DC. I I worked there over the summer and I was looking for a bike. That was how I kind of got started. Yeah. Cause I was flying yep. back and forth and it was like, yeah, I'd love to go out for a ride this evening instead of sitting here in a hotel room.
0: Yep. <laughs> hey, if you've got any listeners, there's anyone that's on the, that, that has either Ducati or a Vic or, or a victory in the DC area, they should somehow get in touch with me because oh. I've got a demand for something in August, which is kind of interesting. Nice. And, uh, so, um,
1: Ducati or victory in the DC area. Ducati
0: in the dc area so um that's what that's what we're looking for so so okay so then what happens is we're going through the process all right so you uh the 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 bike is approved and uh let's say it's let's say it's for uh i don't know a few days from now we're going to ask for a, a credit card hold on uh on the riders uh on the rider's side and then they go ahead and they meet they can meet wherever it's convenient for both of them. So they could do it at the owner's house or they can do it, you know, at a tar- local target, whatever they want. Sometimes owners bring bikes to the riders. They'll throw them in a truck and bring them to a campground.
1: Yeah. Neutral location.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, they get a once over of the bike. They check it out. The checkout process includes taking some pictures of the bike and its current condition and uploading them to the site. And then, um, and then he's off. Now it, if the rider looks at the bike and doesn't feel comfortable with it or the owner looks at the rider and doesn't want him on the bike for whatever reason either one has the the can can cancel for any reason there's no penalty so if the rider uh, you know the rider sees there's bad weather just cancel we'll give you a full refund but we're 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 all about safety first got it you know so um, you shouldn't feel bad if you have to cancel a ride for some reason
1: well yeah like you said it's, it's kind of gut instinct you know if someone rides up on a bike and is kind of shaky and not right. looking too steady. They're not going to take ride, the $25,000 Harley out for a ride.
0: ride or doesn't have any gear or, you know, whatever. It's just like,
1: gotcha. Well, that seems pretty straightforward from a renter's perspective. Yep, yeah. But, um, on the
0: owner's side, I would say, yeah, if I have
1: a bike to rent.
0: Yeah. So the owner, so the owner side, you, you post your bike on our site, the whole process of listing a bike can probably take three to five minutes. If you, if you, if you know the, you know, basic info, like you're making model and miles. And then you also have your license plate number. You can, and some pictures you're, you're, you're done in two minutes. Nice. And, um, we like the pictures to be outside, no bikes in garages, you know, make them look pretty. (laughs) And, uh, and so that's it. We approve it within 24 hours and your bike is live. Um, we don't take dirt bikes. We don't take scooters and we don't take trikes um or can ams or spiders sorry john so two sorry john so two wheeled motorcycles will take a bike with a sidecar
3: nice so let me ask that question why no trikes or spiders
0: well you know the, it's a great question so um like i said i've only been doing this for for a few years and i've only been riding for four the one culture that i'm that i Understand, and the one community I understand the most, and I'm still learning, is the motorcycle community. There's a whole different community when it comes to scooters. It's passionate, but it's not motorcycles, and the same with trikes and dirt bikes. And quite frankly, I'm not building a a, like an e-commerce transactional platform. I look at it as we're building a community. The the interactions. I mean, I jumped right to the reviews. The interactions people have are so positive and great that I, I I I am building that first, and I just don't understand those other communities well enough.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a good point. And I was actually going to ask from a, from a renter's perspective, you know, someone who's going to rent their bike to someone else. Is that yeah. something you find is hard to overcome? Because I think of a lot of people, you know, their bike is their baby. It's like, no one rides my bike. No one even touches my bike. Let alone yeah. ride it.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's, that's, it's, it's a good question. So we, when we started the company, we surveyed 750 riders
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we asked them a handful of questions. And one was, how likely would you be to want to rent someone else's bike? And another key one was how likely are you to go ahead and put your, rent your bike out to other people? We got about twenty to thirty percent said that they would rent someone else's, and about ten to fifteen said that they would put their bike on. So you know, ninety percent of the people Wouldn't. don't want their bike anymore. Don't want that's okay. You know, there's nine million bikes in, in, in the country. So if, if, even if I get one percent, that's right. ninety thousand. <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of motorcycles. It's a lot of inventory. Yeah. Um, and by the way, like we never try ever, ever, ever to convince somebody to put their bike on. Like, you know what? If you don't want to do it, don't put it on. Like that's, that's, we're not, we'd never want to kind of help you do something you're not comfortable with. Right. Um, so, but look, I don't have my house on Airbnb. I don't want anyone sleeping in my bed or walking through my home. So I understand, you know, I do, I get it.
1: So let's do a poll on, on the call real quick. Hogan, would you rent the Roadmaster? Ooh, ooh, ah, uh, Two hundred and fifty yeah. bucks a day, maybe. I'll, I'll put a price out there.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of funny like that when it comes to my bike. So I probably wouldn't be a good person to pull on that because I love my bike and like you, Rich. <laughs> I don't want nobody on my bike but me. You know, right? I pop that tire. That's my bike, and, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. The, okay, so as I sit here and I kind of go through all the different scenarios one thing that comes to mind is insurance how 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 do you insure how do you protect yourself from somebody having an accident you know maybe possibly dying or dropping like whatever how do you protect yourself in that Uh, scenario so so
0: there's a lot of protection that we have we really want this this the, the, the experience to be bulletproof we offer a daily insurance to all riders if they want. It's 25 bucks a day and it covers them up to 25,000 of damage on, on the bike that they ride. Nice. Uh, it's got a $2,000 deductible. So people can buy that for 25 bucks a day. Uh, owners are, are protected. You know, their bikes, we, we don't, if something ever happens to a bike, we never go to the owner's insurance. We always take it through our own insurance and make sure that they're compensated fairly um owners are also protect protected with liability insurance so owner all owners have a hundred thousand dollars of of liability insurance uh automatic and they could buy more if they want and riders can buy more liability insurance if they want
1: Hmm. okay pretty cool yeah now John it's like, oh, yeah sorry I was gonna say John I know you have a a spider but if that was if that was if that qualified would you printed out
2: if i had a second bike maybe
1: uh-huh you're getting to my answer
2: yeah that's that's you know what john yeah you nailed it because i was thinking if i had multiple bikes and yeah but since i only have the one bike and that's my baby and oh. eh, yeah i don't know that'd be a tough one yeah but here's here's yeah, the thanks. pattern
0: let me tell you guys the pattern so people will say uh you know, you can take, you know, you can take my Sportster, but not my Road King. I mean, that's kind of a standard thing. We'll take, you can take this guy, but not this one. And they put right. the bike on the site. Uh, the one they don't ride that often and they don't really care as much what happens to it. And the next thing you know, they get a rental. Comes yeah. through, everything goes great. They're real happy. They love the experience. They rent the other person. The next thing you know, the Road King's on the site. <laughs> You know, that's what happens. Right. That's what happens.
1: <laughs> it's like you know what? That might be my baby, but boy, cash in the hand feels good too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> some people yeah, so, right. do really well. Look, you know, some people put their bikes up. They're, they're, they they price them kind of really high. When you scroll through on the site earlier, you saw a lot of bikes between seventy-five and one hundred bucks. Every now and then, you see a bike up there two, 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 300 bucks. It's yeah. rare. Yeah, uh-huh. those bikes uh-huh. really don't get rented. The bikes right. that get rented uh-huh. in the sweet spot of we'll call it ninety to one hundred or slightly less. Uh-huh. Um, Yeah, here's a,
1: sorry, Austin, here's a great example. 2003 Road King, $250 a day. No, you can get a new one from Harley for less than that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But we
0: have Road Kings on the site, I would imagine for a hundred somewhere. I I, I know we do.
2: Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them. I was just doing one here in McDonough, Georgia. And yeah, there's a couple of them actually. So I was like, oh, okay. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of like the Toro of bikes. You know. Well,
0: you know what? It's, I look at it slightly differently. I think Turo is the twisted road of, of, of cars. cars. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice one. laughs>
1: I had it um, first back
0: off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they've yeah. been around for 10 years, Turo. They've been around for a while.
1: Well, this um, gave me an idea for the show. Actually, this is one of the ways I, I stumbled on the site is I was looking for bikes to ride for show content instead of you know, going to the dealer and trying to do that or trying to wait for a demo day. Some of these here, like there's a 2016 BMW RT in Charlotte. Can
0: you pop it on the screen? Can you pop it on the, on the screen so we can see
1: it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right here. Application. This one right here. This is beautiful. 2016 RT, $1,275 a day. Right. Easy money so to ride that for okay, a day.
0: Okay, and, like is this? Okay. This is, this in, where is this located? Or in Charlotte? This is Charlotte. Yeah, go down to the the reviews. Let's see what this guy says. Yeah, these are good. Yeah. So, and then you can see on the right side, it says helmets. There's a large, and he's got some additional gear if you need a raincoat or heated jacket. Sometimes people have stuff that they're willing to give out. Sometimes they don't, but that's kind of cool to look at.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so for the podcast, this is perfect. $75. I get the bike for a day. I can give it a thorough ride. Yep. Know, take some video, shoot some pictures, perfect content. I mean, that's, that's easy.
0: Yep. Yep. And so, so we get people that sometimes will, uh, will, and you can click, click the picture. You'll get a, a zoomed in view of that. If you click that, there you go. Nice. So sometimes people, we got someone called up and said, Hey, you know what your site's been good for? It's been good for t- for helping me decide what bikes I don't want to buy. <laughs> Cause he's right. gotten on a few bikes and That's he's right. I got this bike on my bucket list. I, I ride it for three days. And I'm like, you know what? It was great to ride, but I'm really happy with what I have.
1: Very cool. Oh, I realized what I did. That opens in another tab. Now I get yeah,
0: it. Yeah, it opens in another tab. So let's go to, what else do we have here? Um,
1: I like this, FJ09. I,
0: I got a comment from a rider today who's rented a few times. He goes, this is like, he goes, look at your website. It's like Christmas morning. hmm
1: yeah, this is one I almost bought, but I ended up with the interceptor.
0: Yeah, that bike I think is relatively newly listed on our site. Um, I think it's relatively new, probably in the last couple of weeks.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's good promo on the dragon. Yeah,
0: yeah, on the dragon. Yep.
1: That's a road you've got to ride. Get out to Charlotte or get out to North Carolina, and we'll ride the dragon.
0: Next time I'm out, I did it. I did it two years ago on my ride east before I hopped on the Blue Ridge Parkway. I'll do it again. I got to get back out there.
3: When you come, you need to do the back of the dragon as well.
0: Okay. You'll show me around.
3: That one's in, that's in Virginia? Yeah, Yeah. that's in Virginia. You let me know when you're out here this way. Done. Done. Now you will have to
1: follow a three-wheeler though.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The other one to do uh, that I did this past weekend is the Foothills Parkway that's on the other side of the tail. They just completed the last one point six five miles, and
1: it's really cool.
0: Cool,
3: very scenic.
4: It's great.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm probably the guy. I think had I not sold the Harley, I think I would have totally rented that because I the interceptor is my daily rider. I have Rico's older R six, which is mostly track, still street legal, but that's where I intend to use it. Um, so a Softail Deuce, easy rental. Like you said, hundred bucks, hundred ten a day. Yeah, yep. easy, right? Yeah.
0: Some some of the bikes get a little bit more. Like, it. so we'll have like uh Goldwings on there. You know, they, they're probably in the one thirty to one sixty range. But still, that's not a bad price to take a Goldwing for. And all the bikes rent out for twenty four hours. The daily rate is a, is a twenty four hour period.
2: Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that is that's pretty cool. You know, I guess on those longer trips where you just want to go cost contro in a nice, comfortable bike, yeah, you would mm-hmm. pay the premium to have that. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, do any of the owners do um, like longer term pricing? So, let's say you wanted it for a week, do is any of that negotiable?
0: Yeah. So, so we're not there yet with our site. We have a site update coming within the next i i, I I'm, I'm careful to say but i'll just say soon <laughs> soon. <laughs> soon and um, stay tuned once that's launched we'll have the opportunity to do a lot of different upgrades one of the things would be uh, longer term pricing but what happens is people will say hey I, you know i want a bike from this date to this date. it's a longer term mm-hmm. can you do anything on the price and, and tip it's funny what people think is long term a week is not really long term no two, once you hit two two weeks you know, we'll, we'll talk to the owner and see what they'll do. We don't set the price. Remember, the owner sets the price, and they get 70% of the rental price, and we take 30. Um, but here's a great question we got. Hmm. Uh, somebody, somebody emailed us today and said, I want a Goldwing 1800 in the end of March, like so we'll call it April 1 next year, till the middle of June. And they want to do a one-way ride from um, Chicago to Portland. And they want to take, you know, two and a half months to do it. Uh, what? I, I don't know. They're doing like a mile a day or something. Who knows? But, but you know, No, you can't rent my bike. Who knows? <laughs> to riding it too slow. <laughs> who knows? But they just said, hey, just give me a price on everything, including, you know, insurance and everything. And I went to the guy, the owner, and I said, by the way, if you get this what do you think is realistic you know would you put it out for a hundred bucks sure i'll go for a hundred bucks i mean a hundred dollars they, they're gonna clear five grand on on that yeah. and if they're not riding their bike and it's just sitting around and we take care of all the damages you know why not
1: yeah i like the insurance part that's nice that's something i hadn't thought of but it's nice that that's all baked in
0: yeah it's baked in um what typically happens with smaller and we don't have a lot of we don't have a lot of damages i don't remember the last one i think we had a Tank that was a little bit scratched up a few weeks ago, but typically, what happens if there's a minor issue, the owner and the rider they just say, you know what, pay me this much, or they'll get a quote and the, and the rider pays them direct. You know, in fact, I've seen a, a handful of cases where the, the the owner will just say, okay, this is what the parts cost, just pay me for the parts, and I, I'm gonna I'll just do the repairs myself. So you know, the, when you get north of of kind of smaller items, um, obviously we we bring the insurance company in. Yeah.
1: Cool.
2: So you basically the sweet spot is, is to be able to have a long-term rental, to be able to travel cross-country or whatever. So that's that's where the money's at. You know? Yeah.
0: You know, it's funny you should say that because it's where the money is. But for a new company like mine, I'd rather have 10, 10 one-day rides than one 10-day than one ride. And the reason why is I got to get the word out. So every ride, two people are happy. So in a mm-hmm. one 10-day ten, ten long ride, two people are happy. But in the other one, 20 people are. And they're all telling their friends. And they're, they're posting on forums. And they're sharing on Facebook. So the more people, even though there's a lot more work for us, the more people that are riding, the better. We tend to give, like if you post your bike on our site, mm-hmm. immediately give you a $25 credit to go use when you want to rent someone else's.
1: Ah, there you go.
0: You know, so you're already kind of get a little benefit to just go rent someone else's.
1: I'd buy my Harley back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I we think also, that would have worked out when you were out in, uh, you were in California out west and you wanted to rent a bike.
1: Um, What year did you start, Austin? Uh,
0: we went live in October of 17.
1: No, that wouldn't work. No. It was July. Okay. <laughs> in
0: 2015 or so, 15 or six, 16, I was traveling with my family. We went out to Zion and Bryce Canyon and then we went to Grand Canyon. And all I was saying is, man, I wish I had my bike. I literally spent like 90 minutes hunkered over my laptop trying to get Wi-Fi out there to find a rental bike. And there was nothing available. And the closest thing was like 90 miles away. And honestly. Because I, I was a relatively new rider, I'd only been rid, riding for for a, a year, I didn't feel comfortable on the larger Harleys that the you know, yep. the company was offering, even if I wanted to drive the, the 90 miles to get one. And this kept happening, you know. and I was like, Man, why can't I be on two wheels? Like, there, was a, there was an event going on on Memorial Day weekend a few years ago. It was a camp out in Moab, and I'm like, all right, if I do this camp out, you know, how, many, how many days do I have to take off of work? Before and after, just to go. right and I'm like, I can't take two weeks off to dr- ride down to Moab and back. And then I said, well, maybe I'll get a rental. And like the closest thing was something where well, there was one bike out in, in in Denver that I found. It was like, I found it so limiting. And I knew there were bikes sitting, not being used. I'm like, I just got to connect both sides.
1: Nice. Rico, you had a question earlier?
2: Well, no, no I was just going to say, I, I appreciate what you've done here because, you know, yeah, just like you said, I've been in certain situations where I was like, man, if I had a bike, I would just love to carve this road right here. You know what right. I'm saying? No, no matter what it was on, I just wanted to be on two wheels to be able to do it. So, yeah, right. to, to have that flexibility um, is a great thing. So, I, it's a great service that you're doing. So, I, I can totally take advantage of this when I'm in need of a bike and I don't have mine available.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you.
4: we you we're have something that you want to test, you know,
0: that's yeah, that's a good experience. Right. Well, that's the other thing is, let's say, you know, we we all, you know, that everybody has, there's so many people that have multiple bikes in the garage. And it's like, well, I'm going to use this one for bouncing around my town. I'm going to use this one for touring, you know, know, and people have like different, maybe a buddy gets to ride the third bike, but you know, with the variety that we have, we got every, we got every brand, we got every brand, well, almost every brand, but all the majors and um, all models, like you can just try different bikes when you need them. So it it kind of takes down the the cost a little bit because on the one side if you just want to rent then you don't have to own as many but yeah. if you're one of the, the other side that have has a have a bunch of bikes in the garage now you can make some money off them.
1: Yeah, little extra coin. I think the right. the variety is really what was speaking to me when I first looked at it because the what Rico was talking about when I was in California I think California is probably a rare beast where there are more than one motorcycle rental place.
0: Yeah,
1: and I yeah. Ha- happened on a place that it was a small car rental place that had a few bikes, and I ended up on uh, an FZ09 for the weekend. Yeah. Which, yeah, which is a bike I wanted, but they just happened to have it, and they only had two or three bikes, so the ver- the variety was limited
0: it's funny the fc the fc09 is is a bike that's i think it's the second bike i rented through our site when i went out to california the first one was like a yamaha bolt in texas and the second one was an fc09 and that's a it's a it's a zippy little bike i mean the thing it goes really fast
1: yeah it was it was fun
0: it's fun right Not you may not want to own it
1: but but then you leave california and you go i don't know let's say you're in the midwest or you're in the northeast and then at it's like Harley Eagle Rider, or nothing, you know, right. so so you're getting on a big B twin or right. a scooter like <laughs> like there right. was nothing right. in between
0: right there's nothing in between yeah yeah and and the variety we have is kind of cool we've got a we have a handful of bikes that are um builder like built like builder bikes, like a you know custom builders that built some bikes, like there's a bike by uh a company called analog motorcycles it's in Mm -hmm. waukegan illinois and tony Prest uh built that and it's a beautiful royal enfield and then we've got if you go to guilford connecticut we have a handful of vintage bikes because there's a girl out there that restores um beautiful bikes old bikes so we have a handful of really cool vintage bikes out there so the variety is kind of we have a 1947 indian somewhere in illinois we just got a bunch of yeah there's all (laughs) sorts of things in sort,
1: the Indian fan is excited now. Yeah, yeah, right. Now you got my attention.
0: Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, the variety high.
1: So what we talked about this kind of through email. So what are the what are the challenges that you're facing other than just getting the word out? Like what's what's the barrier to growth at this point?
0: Well, it's funny because um, the first thing is getting the word out, which means both sides of the equation: the supply and the demand. We need bikes, even though we've got even though we got almost 1500, you know, we need bikes. And uh, the flip side is uh, the demand. We just want more people hearing about us and renting and trying us out. So that, those are kind of the big challenges. Um, The next one I would say is, is uh, our, uh, our site, you know, it works. We don't, we don't love it. Um, It's kind of the first site just to get things up and running. And so, we're re- rebuilding it. I hired a few people, and we're re- rebuilding the whole site. So once that gets up, we'll be a lot more nimble, and we can start adding a bunch of fe- features that are on our to-do list, really quickly.
1: Got it. Now, are there any other competitors out there in the space? Like I, I, haven't seen anyone else doing this. Like Rico mentioned, Truro, but that's for cars.
0: There's one other company that's out there. They're in California, and they just they do um, a similar thing that we do. You know, okay. uh, I think they've been out a little bit longer. Our, I think the biggest thing that differentiates us is we tend to focus a lot on community. Um, it's just where our heart is.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that first. It's not like you said. It's not just a transaction. It's building a community around the whole experience.
0: Right. That's exactly
2: right. Okay. So, I so what about like dealership that have like uh, demo bikes that they are just demoing? Why don't you utilize some of that potential? Money that's could be utilized somehow. I mean, because that's that's a market that no one's really touched yet. So I, I know there's certain dealerships that certain that, that demo certain bikes, but maybe to tap into that when they're not busy or have anything to rent, I and mean, maybe utilize some some kind of base there to be able to rent more bikes in certain areas. I mean, that's that's money there that you could use and they could use. You no, know, to basically get the bike that no one has ridden. Yeah. Those bikes have to be ridden. Right. So why not capitalize on some of that?
0: I need you on my sales team. So, uh, (laughs) so you're you're right. And it's something that dealers are starting to do. And we've been having a number of conversations with dealers specifically around getting used bikes on their, on the site because their used inventory can just be making the money while they're trying to sell those bikes.
1: Yeah. You see it all the time. They, they have, they take some used bikes in and, just watch the price go down down down
0: it's sitting there
1: so instead yeah rent rent it out make a few bucks the mileage is going to be minimal
0: and if the rider decides that they want to buy it just knock the price of the rental off the list just say hey rent it for the weekend you like it you want to buy it we'll knock you know you'll get a free free weekend out of us
2: exactly boom done
0: done genius genius right
1: well see rico you you got a new job lined up already sales (laughs) <laughs> no,
2: it, it's it's not just me. My buddy Rob's sitting here. He's like in my ear. He's like, that's yeah,
4: yeah. It was just
1: I just voiced it.
4: Yeah, I'm just a yeah. genius. I don't do much. Genius
1: <laughs> extraordinaire. Does Rob have a bike?
4: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a 6.4 liter. I drove it 1,200 or uh, 700 miles today.
1: That's not a bike. It's a nice car, but that's <laughs>
4: it's a, a challenger.
1: <laughs> I've heard it in video. He, he would kill himself. if He was on two wheels. he uh,
4: crazy for that.
1: Smaller bikes doesn't have to be a big one.
4: Right. Oh, it always is. So
1: (laughs) let's see. Some other things I was curious to know, like what are what are some of the good successes you've had? Like I'm sure you get success stories and uh good feedback and things like that. Any of those stand out for you, Austin?
0: We got a guy uh come from Europe, um, from Iceland. He wanted a BMW twelve hundred G S adventure bike and it was sitting in Washington DC and he said my plan is to ride from DC to San Francisco and i want it for 4 weeks i want a one way trip and um, the the owner is like yeah i'm in done i think he you know initially was going to clear 2 grand or something for that or maybe a little bit more mm. and um and they uh, they organized the whole thing we got motorcycle.com to cover it when they got when 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 he got to california now the cool thing is we we talked to the owner about getting the bike back and how we, we have some relationships with different haul, bike hauling companies and he said hey don't even bother he's not going to fly out there I'm going to ride it home
1: <laughs> nice
0: so it was really cool they exchanged keys in in DC and then they exchanged them again at the at the Golden Gate Bridge that's cool so that's, that's one nice. of our good success stories um, we have some frequent renters uh, owners we have two sides we have people that own that get a ton of rentals and have made a bunch of money. Um, you know, north of like three grand in, in the last 12 months. And then we have a bunch of riders who ride all the time. So we have one guy who travels for work. And every time he travels for work, he rents a bike from us. He expenses it instead nice. of rent a car. Nice. You know, so we've got some of that going on also. Um, seeing the repeat riders is really, really exciting. Um, and for, especially for a new company, you know, yep. so most of the time when these bikes get rented, it's, Like a, um, you could have, you could have both rider and owner as their first transaction. You know, we send all sorts of information on how to get it done, but, and then what you sometimes have is you have, you know, the rider, it's his first time, but the owner's done it two or three times, you know, recently we're starting to see both rider and owner repeats. So, um, maybe I go to Boston to rent a bike and he's gotten a bunch of rentals. Oh, by the way, I've rented three bikes before on Twisted Road in different parts of the country. And when that starts to happen, it's really cool. We got, here's another one that's neat. We got two, uh, there's a guy, God, I don't even know where these guys are, somewhere in <laughs> Texas. This guy has two bikes uh, on our site and they're, I think it's a Road King and I don't remember the other one. And uh father's son uh, took them both and they're they're going out riding in a few days. So that's kind of cool.
1: Nice. Now you, you probably get stats from your website, I would imagine. Is there a, or if you can share, is there the most popular bike or is there like a top five?
0: Yeah. So what I can say is that, um, I'll give you guys broad answers because the, the, the type really varies across the country. Okay. In LA people want Ducati scramblers do great. You know, people want to get on a small nimble bike. They want a lane split. When you when you get to areas that are like a, like Denver, Triumph Tiger, mm. you know? And then when you get down to Texas, there's a lot of big Harleys that, that get taken for like a week as people do these long rides. So it really varies based on where you are in the country.
1: Yeah, I'm zooming in now. I'm just looking to see what's in and around Austin. I think we did that, John, when you went to MotoGP, didn't we? Mm, no. We didn't look at Austin? Mm, I, you might have by yourself.
0: We had a bunch of bikes out in Austin during MotoGP weekend. We had a bunch. It was a really active weekend. We have 50 bikes within 50 miles. Pretty That's, that's good.
1: My geography is terrible. Where is Austin? <laughs> uh,
0: I, I just got to giggle how John just left me out to dry there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, I know we looked at bikes because I looked at flying down there and getting a bike. And he's like, no, he did not.
4: <laughs> yeah, do I, do I know you? Punk. <laughs>
1: I'm going to get on my bike and ride up to your house. Come pay, on. Pay you a visit.
0: <laughs> oh, All right. Hilarious.
3: I'll you to see you in three hours.
1: Uh, two and a half. I got a sport bike now.
0: Oh, remi- we have a couple of zeros. It reminds me as I'm going through and seeing the selection. We have a few zeros peppered through. We've got one in Austin.
1: Oh, nice.
2: So uh, how are you pulling your matrix, I guess, to, to see, you know, where you need to sprinkle in more bikes and, and so forth?
0: Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of bikes come on our site through word of mouth. So we'll see some bikes start to pop up. At the beginning, we focused on Texas because it has a long riding season, and it was easy for me to market. I could get between Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, and Austin—you know, a couple hours in each in each drive between them, each each of them. But now a lot of the growth is happening through word of mouth. So we we do do a little bit of far, of of targeting on in different areas where we don't have as many bikes as we'd like but i'd say most of most of the bike listings come through word of mouth
2: okay so are you, are you do you have an app or is it strictly website based
0: well it's just website now it's just website um, but when you pull it up on your phone it's all mobile it's all mobile uh, uh right right, right. so right. that it's it, it adjusts to the size of your screen
2: yep uh, we've been actually we've been sitting here playing with it so
4: right, <laughs> it. Yeah. it works really well it works super well. It, I have an iPhone six. Yeah, it sizes, everything works really well. Thank you. Thank it's, you. We're, I still think it's, it's efficient. Quality. Whoever's hosting for you guys doing well? It's, yeah. it's fast. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you.
0: I still think it needs work. Well, I can't wait for the new site
4: to come out. It's the Toro. It's the Toro of uh, bikes. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Toro, we can rent your car. Yeah, <laughs> we know. This is better yeah. than that, actually. <laughs> if the app Toro was this good. As the site is, I think it'd be way better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, know? you. Then they might have a chance,
4: right? Right. No, they, they definitely, yeah, he's going to kill it. I'm sure he's going to kill it. That's, and, and to start in Texas, the most genius state to start in, right. for sure. Why do you say that? Because you, the riding season, you know, yeah. it's, it's cooler and it isn't extreme hot like Florida, Southern California, you know? Right. Um, right. Yeah, it has, it has everything.
0: We could have started in, we could have started. It's its the, own country. Yeah, it, it, it is. You know, with its own, the, the, I mean, look, we could have started in California, but I'm like, God, the ride, just from going from LA to San Francisco is going to take me like six hours. Like, it's just hard right. to need to get right. out
4: there and work it. No, that's, that's the best. Yeah, that's probably, that's, I was thinking about as we were talking, as you said that, I was like, yeah, what other state would you, that'd be the best state. Right. For sure. It is everything.
1: Are there other. Yeah. Uh, sorry Austin. the other uh, enhancements that you could talk about or just other changes that you you would like to see done
0: biggest one some of the bigger ones we talked about the insurance that we just got and all the coverage is new that's going to be that's going to be uh coming because it's a much broader offering than we had the last couple of weeks that's coming in the new site i'm um, trying to think we have a we have a pretty good referral system now it's going to be much easier to use with the new site the way the referral works is uh Basically you give twenty five dollars to someone else to either put their bike on our site or to rent through us. And if you do that and they and they rent or they put a bike up, you both get twenty-five bucks. So nice. So you guys could refer each other and then you guys each rent, then people are just getting additional credits to go ride the next time. So that's cool. It'll be easier to share that in our in our new site. I was really hoping we had something live because I I, there's a lot of additional features that were we're, but I don't wanna I don't want to go through
1: them yet. Oh yeah. Once once it's live, we'll if you have a, you know, a list or something, yeah, we'll talk about it again or yeah, you're welcome yeah. back for sure.
0: Great, great. Yeah, the community's really cool. We were talking before we went live about Liza and and motorcycle and miss motorcycles and misfits out in uh out in um Santa, California.
1: Santa Cruz.
0: Yeah I'm gonna be back out there in about a month. So it's funny I was we had an issue with our we had a, an an issue with the site at the very beginning, I mean this thing was bumping around. I mean people were trying to List their bikes, and bikes wouldn't get listed, and the sign-ins weren't working. And we weren't live the last time. It was it was kind of messy. <laughs> and uh, we get a request at one point. We're getting these issues where people are listing a bike. We get the whole thing, but they go to hit submit, and nothing happens. Your wheel spins around. We see it on our side. They just don't. It never gets confirmed. Mm. So I was I was at a point where I'm going through all the bikes that had, had that that happened, and I'm calling people. You know, I'm talking to them and I think that at that point I picked up the phone and I either call or text Eliza you know look I'm new to the industry I don't even I didn't even know what the, what what this what I didn't even know who she was or the podcast <laughs> and um, I get on the phone with her and she's like she goes hey you know I have an issue with this And I said, yeah you know I'm gonna help you out we have, start going through it she, I said how'd you hear about it she goes well I, I don't know if you know I've got a podcast and a bunch of people um, have brought you up in the past few episodes, so I'm like, well, let me try this. Well, so uh, that's how I first met Liza. Now I go, I've, I've been on the show twice. I'm going to be out there and again, and um, I, I love those guys. I mean, Jim's great, Beck's, uh, everybody. So it's, um, it's just a, it's a, it's a great community. I see them all um, at motorcycle shows. They leave all their gear with me. You know, bagel knock. I mean, it's just, it's just. <laughs> nice. a kind of, it's kind of a cool community, and uh, I just feel fortunate that I've been on the show. She didn't try to list her bike. I don't know. We, we might not even be on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, she had a uh, – what was the adventure bike? That some One of the KTMs, I thought, was going to be a list at one point.
0: Yeah, let me see what she's got. Um, it
2: sounds like a sponsorship here,
1: Rich. It sounds like it, yeah.
0: <laughs> she gets a bunch of rentals. Have you guys ever been to her garage out there in Santa Cruz?
1: Not, not yet. No, I haven't been out there.
0: Yeah, here she, she is. The She's got
1: list, I found your zero one of the zeros though while we were talking.
0: Yeah, you can filter also if you want on the left side of the screen. You can filter by make and you can just click in uh zero and see all the zeros we have.
1: I think this is the one we were looking at for the Austin race, which John doesn't remember.
3: <laughs> I think you're doing it <laughs> offline without me. <laughs>
0: Liza have. She's got a KLR 650 and a Versus on the site.
1: Nice, there you go. I had a KLR. It's like a tank.
0: Yeah, yeah. Liza's great. She has some really good reviews here. People love her.
1: Well, Hogan, you got other questions on your end about the site, future issues, growth?
2: Uh, No, no issues. Yeah, just growth. That's you know, we'll do our part to kind of put the word out, I guess, and help help my man out a little bit. No, you. vice
0: versa. Thank you. Yeah, 97% of the of the of the reviews on our site are five star. So, you know, it once people try it they 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 just they love it. They love it. Nice.
2: Yeah, so I, I going back to where people are sitting on the fence as far as what to do and just, you know, leaving the cart empty. I mean, are you going back and offering discounts when they're like on the fence as far as renting a bike? How, how are you handling the ones that don't close on the deal?
0: Uh, our current site doesn't allow us to see people who have started going through the process but then never closed and left, kind of left the bike in their cart. But we'll be able to have visibility into that with the new site. So we'll be able to go back and see what else we can help them. Maybe they just need more information. Maybe, I don't know, could be a bunch of stuff. So we'll have more visibility to that. Same if people go to, to, to list a motorcycle on the site and they don't finish the listing, we'll have visibility to that too. Nice.
1: Right. Well, can I, can I pepper you with some industry questions before we have our midway break? <laughs> sure. Well, well, since you just you may be seeing or hearing a lot from you know, people that are renting or, or, or riding, are you seeing any trends out there that aren't being covered? Like stuff that's not being in the media, but you see sort of trends developing?
0: Yeah. 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 The trend I'm seeing, um, is there's a lot, there's two trends. One is there's a lot of women riders. We're, we are, um, very connected to the female riding community. Um, they just get community better than guys. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, so we connect with them. Just <laughs> yeah, instantly- so, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> well, just you know, a, few years, a few years ago, um, the, the number the percentage of women riders was seven percent. Then it grew to fourteen percent, and then a, lot, a few months ago they 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 pulled it again, and and, and women riders is up to nineteen percent. So it's almost a three x you know over just a few years, which is great. Yeah. That's a big. Trend. The other thing, um, people are talking about Harley. They're talking about the you know slowdown and, and big bikes and all that. What's happening is the, the 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 there are new people coming into the into the industry, and they're they're riding smaller bikes as they're learning i think that the kind of the millennials with their indes- independent spirit are are gravitating a little bit more towards towards riding and they're they i don't think they're they're captured as as broadly because they tend to buy smaller bikes and the bikes they tend to buy for their first bike are used they're used bikes right but I, I think that the t- it's a trend that we're going to see continue to grow. Is are the are the younger, new, r- first time riders?
2: Right. can you get, you got to take in consideration that they're not being paid as much, so they're not going to buy <laughs> or rent out the, the bigger bikes, <laughs> too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah you get, you got to look at how you can capitalize on that aspect. Yeah. Maybe offering discounts for millennials <laughs> or, or you know new beginners or something like that on these smaller bikes. But, but know, I think so. not
1: not having not having something attractive either used or new that that's in that price range, I think that hurts hardly when when people go to move up. So if you started on a like a Ninja 400 because that's what you could afford, then your next bike you know is, might be a Kawasaki, might be Yamaha, right. but right or Ducati. There's been nothing to draw you on the Harley side from a starter standpoint. That's been worth a darn, really. So
2: it's all about the image. I mean, you know, you know, that's those are totally different spectrums as far as image is concerned. So if you're a millennial, you're going to gravitate towards a scrambler. You know what I'm saying? Versus right. the 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 Sportster, right. because that's a totally different look you're going for.
0: That's exactly right. That's exactly right, and that's that's where um, that's where Triumph is just killing it. You know, they're they're just Triumph is killing it. Style and Ducati as well. I mean, Triumph and Ducati, their styling has been really spot on towards really about around smaller bikes that are nimble, scrambler style, and retro looks. And then what's happening? The third thing I'm seeing is Indian is now changing their design style. some bobbers their scouts are really cool they ride well and then they have the ftr 1200 that's coming out it might already be
4: yeah. out.
0: amazing. you know the indians really their styling is is really it's great harley by the way you guys were talking about small harley harley's right what i'm hearing is there's been some news in the last day or two about harley uh, focusing on small bikes uh four thousand dollar bikes that are sub 500 cc so that's kind of an uh mm. Good move for them to get some of these younger riders in.
1: The dealers would love that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I did, articles about it within the last <laughs> 24 hours.
1: <laughs> all right, and then just one one other one I'm curious about. Yep. What uh What new motorcycle out there has you excited? Either something that's for sale now or coming soon. Well, new hardware now.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, are we going into my list of bikes that I want in my garage? Because I'm going to touch on one of these that's coming out soon.
1: Okay. You, you can save it. You can save it.
0: I'll save it. I'll save it.
1: Johnny John, anything else for you on the Twisted Road side?
2: No, I'm good. Thank All you right. very much.
1: Rico, Rob?
2: Yeah, I think I think we're good. I think we touched on that. Uh, nothing I can uh, put out there just right now, but yeah, maybe later on.
1: All right. Well, I'll thank a few people and you can stew on it. How's that? Sounds good. All right. Let's take a moment here and recognize the people who continue to make our show possible. And we do that by thanking the riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. That would be the first five riders. The OGs, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Thank you, fellas. Slack Pack is Chuck, Nobby Tire, Old Man Slacker, Chad, and the NC Rambler. Barbershop is Steven and Jacob. Loud Pipes Racing is Mr. Sean Birch. Head Wrench at Antique Cycles Edgefield. How's that for a plug? <laughs> then we have Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, Bronco Ride, Rich, Joe, Tony, Jed's Moto, Scott, Tim, and Sir Mike make up the Riders Group. And we have Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, Kale, and David round out the insiders. We appreciate all the support, no matter the size. And if you'd like to show your support for the show and join this group, you can head over to Loudpipes.net forward slash donate and check out all we have in there to offer. All right, I have one quick U-turn topic, and then we want to get Austin's eight days a week. So, Rico, Isle of Man time. Yes? Yes? Yes. You like those pictures, huh? I do. I really do. So, you can't see it, but what I'm talking about is Mr. Greg Lambert and Ben McBride, the fabulous duo on the sidecar at the TT with an awesome-looking bike. Loud pipes on there represented in multiple places. It looks really cool we're gonna put some links to that in the show notes you can check it out on facebook there's a, a lot of great photographers over at the isle of man uh, taking pictures and and the bike looks fantastic so i think the logo looks fantastic on those bikers and the bike and the leathers right isn't that cool it, it was i i
2: got chill bumps just seeing our our name on those leathers i know right they, at
1: dt it's like look at that there it is there's little pipes <laughs> So uh, Sean Birch was telling me he, his sticker is on the same sidecar. If you look cl- closely, I can I can show you. But uh, he was asking me the other day. He's like, "What what are you gonna do if these guys make the podium? You know, like finish in the top three and end up oh, like on television? Like, That'll man. be crazy.
2: <laughs> that, that will be
1: crazy. I hope they do. That'd be fantastic. It would be. Now, what do you think, Austin? Are you a fan? You know about the Isle of Man TT?
0: I do. I know about it. I haven't. I haven't followed it, but I. I know about the race, and and I've watched a bunch of the races in the past on on YouTube.
1: Yeah, it is very cool. I sent you a picture of the bike, didn't I? Looks at, amazing. At, at, yeah, and just just for our YouTube fans here, let's throw a little picture in here real quick, and then we'll we'll move on. Let's see. Application Slack. There we go. So there's the crew. Is that coming through, John? I don't think it is. It is not. It is not. Okay, it doesn't work. Moving on. (laughs) Next topic. All right, Austin, eight days a week, a little game that we play. Think of you're building your ultimate garage. However, or I should say, building your ultimate garage, money's no object, but you can only have seven and one project.
0: All right, this is <laughs> might be the most screwed up list you've ever heard of. Remember, I'm I'm relatively new to riding, so my it's okay my, my list. Um, they may not be as uh, as like out there as some of the other lists you've had in the past. All right, let's start with this. Um, I love the look of the the new Indian the FTR twelve hundred. Mm. I'm dying to get on it. I'll get on it soon. When when they're out, we'll get one on the side. I'll get on it. Um next one is um the BMW R9T. Have any of you guys ridden that?
1: No, but I want to. No, but they look fantastic.
0: <laughs> they look fantastic and everyone's told me, dude, whatever you do, don't get on one unless you're ready to buy it because they're amazing. So, um we have a handful of them. We have a handful of them and uh I'll get on one soon. Um it's just uh I'm dying to ride it. It's probably the number one bike I'm dying to ride
1: nice
0: um in the garage i'd also have i'd also have my my moto guzi i i love it i can't see not having it so i'd keep that um how many is that
1: the classic that, that's three
0: that's three okay um i i i'd think riding a vincent would be cool i mean those 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 motors
1: look mm.
0: amazing and i just would love to get on one and and just feel what it feels like
1: Anyone doesn't, you don't have a favorite.
0: Doesn't matter. I don't have enough. I don't have enough knowledge to, 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 to say.
1: Okay. Fair enough.
0: And then I've got on here. Um, did you, did you guys see how many is that? Is that six? That's five. That's, That's five. four. Okay. That's four. Okay, R9T, Vincent, Indian, my moto, Um, okay. Two, three, four. Okay. <laughs> I I would like to try. I would like to try the triumph bobber. That's like, um, came out in 17 yeah. and it doesn't look like it would be good to ride any more than like 30 minutes, but it looks like it'd be a cool bike to try.
1: Rich, you've ridden it. Yeah. It's more comfortable than you think. Is it really? Yep. It was, yeah. well, it was better. It's better than my soft tail. I haven't ridden the new soft tail, so I can't compare, but I th- it was a little better than Harley's last generation soft tail. I thought.
0: And then, um, all right. This is when we get into a new bike that's coming out. Have you guys seen the the, the new BMW concept bike, the R eighteen?
1: Oh, the big cruiser. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yes.
0: I'm dying to get on that guy. So if you haven't looked it up yet, just your a bunch of listeners are probably looking it up right now. But just look up the concept R eighteen, the BMW. It just looks amazing. That's like so high on my list.
1: Yeah, John was at the the handbuilt show. Where they, um,
0: where they showed it, showed it, they unveiled
1: the concept that they did with yeah. the with the engine, not the actual bike, but the engine itself.
0: Right. I think was that um, unveiled with the guys at Revival? They through their birdcage bike.
1: Yeah, that's it. Revival. I was struggling for the name.
0: <laughs> yeah, Revival. Yeah, yeah. And then I think I got one more bike. I just said anything else, anything with two wheels, doesn't matter. I just love riding. I'll just, I'll take it.
1: Anything dealer's choice. I think we call it dealer's
0: choice. Right. Spin the wheel. I'll take it.
1: Now, do you like to wrench or do you think you like to wrench? You, you can have a project.
0: Uh, a okay, great question. So I, I am interested in learning, but my skills are like as limited as it gets. So what I would love to do if I had that e- e- extra day was by the way, like all I do is work. So <laughs> I don't know where the hell the time's going to come <laughs> for me to do that, but if I, if I, had it, I literally would just want to learn how to just do everything that I could possibly on my Moto Guzzi and just start there. Um, it's harder than most other bikes to find out how to f- repair them just because, mm. you know, there's not as many of them around there. So there's not as much the, 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 the like the online instruction guides and videos are, are sparse. But I think it'd be cool just to learn how to maintain and keep my, entire, my, my bike up and then go from there.
1: Got it. And did you want to do a birthstone? That's awesome.
0: Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. I poked around. I
1: okay. Said I'm enough to do that. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good list, though. Now, was nice. the is the Indian the one you're most excited about? The FTR? No, I'd say
0: I'm. I'd say I'm most excited about the BMW R18.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then and then the and then the BMWs, then the then the FTR 1200, and then the R9T. Those are all the kind of the top three. I really, for some reason, I think that I would own an R9T if I. If I could, and I've never even been on one, I just feel like it's a great all-around bike.
1: The the tank with the exposed welds and the brown seat in that on that R94. It's die for. die for.
0: Amazing, right? Amazing.
1: I think I'm at my limit on phenomenal for the show, so I got to stop there.
0: Okay. They've got some great accessories you know, and aftermarket parts and things that are, that you could get for that bike now. So you can put panniers on it and a tank, really cool tank bag. It's really, I was at a show recently and saw like six of them out there with different, just different, just done up in different ways. I'm like, man, this, this, this thing's it's just phenomenal. Did you say you won't say phenomenal or you will say phenomenal? I,
1: I reached my limit. So feel free.
0: I could say <laughs> it, it was phenomenal. I, I, you know, I got to ride one. I mean, that's where I am. I got to ride one
1: nice
2: very
0: nice we have one in san francisco at least one and i th- i almost rented it and but the, the reason i didn't this is going to be kind of a, something that you might not think about is i was going to be out in the area for 3 3 days or something i'm like well i'll just i'll pick up an r9t well there were two things i was worried about number one is i don't know the downtown san francisco that well mm-hmm. and i feel like really? Right. Right. Like I would, I would worry about getting into a situation where I'm forced to go up a street that I don't feel comfortable going up. So that's like number one. And the other thing is I was staying in a really sketchy part of town and they had this parking lot that was, you know, you could park your cars there and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? The last thing I need is to park someone else's bike in this lot. And the (laughs) next day I get there and something's happened to it. It's just, it it just concerned me too much for me not to do
1: it. Yeah. (laughs) very good very good all right well we appreciate it austin we'd like uh everything we heard about twisted road i know i'm Thanks. i'm gonna look at it at least from a show perspective i there's quite a few bikes in there there's at least three in the charlotte area that i want to try perfect for the show and if i get a third bike maybe we'll list one
0: awesome love hearing that anything
1: maybe, else maybe, uh, you have maybe.
2: Yeah, maybe we should uh, critique it the you know the the site, the whole experience, and let it, let the listeners know what we think.
1: Yeah, do a follow up for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Once once we have we we flip the switch, I'll let you guys just crawl all over it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we're all working in technology, so it's
0: it's, a- it's mostly about the user experience. It's mostly about you know how comfortable do people feel when they look at the site, and also. We focus on building trust at our site and just about every interaction. So how well do we do that?
1: Yep. Nice. Twistedroad.com. It's easy to find it. All right, John, we've got events coming up. Um, First event, we have the Loud Pipes Meetup in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. That'll be during the Bike Week festivities, July 12th through the 14th. Rico says he's coming. So
2: now, I'll be there. I'm excited about it, actually. And I've been riding to, you know, to prepare for that whole event. So I got to get an oil change and all that good stuff. So I'm, I'm getting prepared, bro. Don't you worry. All
1: right. And we have Antique Motorcycles on Main in Chesney, South Carolina, July 27, 8, and 9. We'll have to pick one of those days and ride on up there. Yep. John's going upstate New York August 9th through the 12th. Rico and I are going to the Isle of Man TT next year, early June 2020. My mistake, I was previously saying May. Can't wait for that. Can't wait. Can't wait. See Greg and Ben and that amazing sidecar. And if we raise enough money, we'll put the sticker on the bike again next year. Yeah, yay. And then you and John are going to Sturgis in August 2020. Yes, no? I'm going. You're going? Okay.
3: Dangerous Dave's going. Chad might be showing up. And and I'll throw out another one for 2020. Are you ready, Rich? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Are you ready? Yeah. Lay it on me. Uh, September 18th through 21st. I'm typing. Okay. North Carolina Mountains. All pipes meet up.
1: What? Who planned that? Me. (laughs)
3: Okay. Right (laughs) up. Oh, boy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right
3: you're here to first t- tim and i planned it on our way back from tim and i have been uh planning it out we talked about it when we got back about having a meetup and we need to get there's a lot of people in the north carolina area and we need to have a meetup all
1: right so it's going to be it. in a
3: meet, I, i've got the two days routes So cool. friday i got saturday sunday ride and you ride home monday
1: you wait until 2020 when just do it this year
3: can't too many things going on
1: all right Uh, One quick Patreon update. We are restarting the monthly Hangouts. That's been on hiatus, I think, since February. And just a reminder, anyone supporting the show uh, on Patreon at $5 or more will receive an invite to the Hangout. Next date is TBD, but look for that email and post from Patreon directly. All right, I would like to again thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And if you're interested in joining the group and supporting the show, you can visit loudpipes.net slash donate. Additional information from this episode, including links and images, can be found on the website loudpipes.net/slash 160. In addition to our links, we'll have one to the Twisted Road, of course. You can leave us feedback and subscribe. Stalling, look for the button to the show. (laughs) Oh, and follow us on social media. Forgot about that one. Brother Hogan. Yeah, kickstands up.
2: Let's do this, Brutus.
1: All right, Johnny John?
3: Yeah, everyone be safe and uh, stay dry out there.
1: All right, Austin, thanks again for joining. We appreciate
0: it. You got it. Thanks, guys. All
1: right.
2: Thank you for listening. Please consider supporting the show. We offer generous rewards for your contribution. Find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate.